Welcome to the Healing the City podcast. My name is Eric Siepen. The following podcast is a replaying of the Village Community Ministries sermon series on relationships. This series is based on Dr. Larry Crabb's book, The Marriage Builder. We hope that you will enjoy these small excerpts. This is a, this is an, a harder one, I suspect, to sit up and talk about. So give them lots of grace as they, as they talk. Yeah, give them a hand before they... <laughs> Hi, everybody. Um, so Colleen and I met in college uh, in 2006. Um, we were sophomores in a big lecture center of... Uh, 500 students, Physiology 201. Um, <laughs> so we were talking about, um, actually, we were talking about like funny body parts in, in this class. And Colleen uh, sat like two rows behind me, one row behind me, and was giggling at the funny body parts. And I essentially turned around and told her to be quiet because I was trying to learn. <laughs> So our relationship started a little rocky. I, I was I was pretty mean to her, and I was in a relationship with another uh, girl at that time, and was not a believer. Um, Colleen and I became friends because I realized that she was having more fun than I was having. So I ended up sitting with her, and uh, we became study buddies and friends through college. One thing I also think you realized I was smart. <laughs> I did realize that you were smart. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you you, you were able to laugh while uh, still acing uh, tests, and I was taking it too seriously and getting like C pluses. Um. So uh, let's see. Yeah. So then Colleen studied abroad in Australia, and while she was there. I was being ministered to by uh, some guys in the Navigators, which is a ca- campus ministry at U of A, and I became a believer, and then Colleen came back, and um, we became better friends, and it, it, it's funny because I think that's when our courtship began, but I didn't really know what it meant to pursue someone intentionally, and so... it. We really needed to kind of define more about our relationship. And uh, Lane actually invited me to come to the church and listen to her play in the band. Um, and uh, Colleen kind of gave me an ultimatum at that time. She said, you know, you either need to date me or you need to stop coming to my church. And uh, the reason was is that at, at, at near graduation, uh, I had like written her and a couple of my other uh, female friends these letters saying you know how much our friendship meant to me, and um, the one that I wrote Colleen, I think she still has it, but um, it's definitely a love note, and I did not I did not acknowledge that um, for like a long time, but it was definitely a love note. So I was in love with Colleen before I was able to like really. I think, formulate a mature way of portraying that. Um, so that's how we met. And it was totally Jesus that like we fell in love. And it was just really good for us both to be in a really healthy 
more, I'll say more healthy um, relationship that had boundaries. Um, I think we both felt really secure in that. Um, my story of my identity as a woman, um, I just have a history of sexual abuse. So I entered marriage just thinking it was going to be bad. Like I was ready for it to be hard and painful, not painful, but difficult um, and believing lies that, um, because what the message that I received in my abuse is that even if I said no, that wouldn't um, stop anything. So I didn't have a voice. And the kindness of Jesus and our marriage is that I had a voice. And um, it was just really, really good for me. So entering marriage and entering a sacred relationship where um, I was respected and loved was really healing for me in places that I didn't know that I could be healed. (laughs) So, um, but I think as we continue in our marriage, as we've been married eight years, um, uh, I, I feel Jesus inviting me, as Eric talks about tonight, like of releasing the control of me standing in my identity that I am loved and I'm valued and I'm cherished and not living in the demand that I will feel that way all the time and so that I can freely love and minister to my husband and offer myself and my beauty and not be afraid and not be afraid of feeling those feelings because Jesus will be with me in those feelings and I'm not alone. And that Corey and I can talk about it and not in a manipulative like, because we have had those like, you need to take me on dates and they need to be nice and (laughs) I need, (laughs) and I need pretty things, but but more of like in a desire. And I feel like even in the last year, Corey and I have like settled into a safety place of realizing it's not up to us to please the other person or like make the other person feel good. Um, but to just be people and be humans and be broken and to love each other in that place. So, and you all have ministered to our marriage so much. So, And uh, the brokenness for me, um, I think that's really where Jesus uh, entered into my story is that um, brokenness previous to marriage was like a rejection and um, sexuality was built on this foundation of performance or some sort of evaluative uh, system or even a transactional system. And now the brokenness is... um, well, one, it's a partnership, so we can we can sit in the sadness and the brokenness together. And when it's lonely, it the the message is not okay. Well, th- there isn't there isn't anything pleasant in the sexuality now. So, like you know, you're you're not a man. the The new theology is okay. Well, it's it's sad that you know things aren't working out, and I, Jesus, will will be right there with you in the sadness. Um, but I think our, our marriage after eight years has matured in a way that like we can just kind of be in the sadness together. It's a partnership. And I, I had never imagined that kind of kind of community or, or, or marital disappointment where we can hold it together. But I would say where the enemy gets us cycling is that he uses our sin and false beliefs against each other. And so 
if I'm disappointed because I don't feel loved in romance, then it becomes a performance thing for Corey of, oh, I didn't do a good enough job. I'm being evaluated. And and we kind of cycle down. But we've done with like the help of people in our community and just us catching ourselves and what we're believing or hearing, like we've done a better job of being like, oh, no, wait, this isn't up to you to meet this. It's not okay for me to demand something of you. And it's also not okay um, that we're believing these lies and because we're a partnership and we're just two broken people that Jesus has put together and asked to minister. And so and it's really hard and painful and beautiful and sacred. So it's all the things. Okay, so let me see if I understand your question right, Mike. So how how does having a kid interact in kind of the complexity of the... the You're ministering to each other, but now you have right. a person... Sure. ...that is also a kind demand or, or whatever, and how does that... Yeah, well, that's that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess... What comes to f- first to mind is that I love my daughter very, very much, and uh, you know I would go to great lengths for for her well-being. Um, but I love Colleen as my wife first, um, and I, I think that Kate will be blessed by the the marriage strength, and that that she will see that. I mean, she's just a toddler now, but. You know, hopefully she will see what has been built in front of her by the ways that her dad loves her mom. And I think and I hope that she will see that she is being loved through that. So, I mean, there, there, it's certainly difficult to get a date night and to, you know, to, uh, be very intentional with Colleen because, you know, sometimes we have a, a screaming toddler that won't eat. And that's really difficult. But through that disappointment, I mean, we, the same rules apply. Is uh, You know, I, I'm holding on to this sadness. And it doesn't mean I'm a bad dad. It doesn't mean I'm a bad husband. It just means that things aren't working out and I need Jesus to enter into that and say, Corey, I'm going to give you like a good, like, energizing hour so you can take your wife out for ice cream and we'll send somebody to your house to watch your kid and it will feel like a miracle it will feel like a like something really really heavenly oh i was just gonna say i mean we have it a little easier because she's a toddler i mean she understands a lot but when we're having a hard time we can kind of talk through it and give her a new exciting toy and have 20 minutes um so maybe some of the couples who have older children could answer better what to do when you're having just a hard time and feel like you need to work it out in the moment and your kids are right there. But I, I think I agree with Corey, like us trying to just talk about it and declare what's true and then discern, like, do we need to like table this and like talk about it later? Or do we need to pray, just stop and pray right now? Or what what is discerning and going to bless us and allow us to continue to be present to each other and to our daughter? But I agree with Corey. Us choosing to love and minister to each other is us choosing to love and care for Kate. So, and even um, like going from what Eric has invited us to, like when we're in the midst of conflict, to say to like offer a reflection rather than a defense or rather than trying to apologize, like that has worked really, really well for this marriage. And 
it has been pretty effective in the way that I parent my daughter. She she has very few language skills, but I can say something like, in, instead of, oh my gosh, I, I'm, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I didn't mean to give you vegetables when you wanted candy. And I, instead, I could say, oh, I, I can see, I can see that you're, I can see that you're sad and I can see that you're, you, you might go hungry and that's really deeply affecting you. And that kind of vulnerability, I think, welcomes the spirit to just come in and say, you know, we don't know what we're doing in this whole parenting thing, but like God has his hand right on it and it's going to be okay. Thank you guys so much. 